back to the Dirty 30, episode 5. Uh, crazy fucking week. Crazy week football-wise, fantasy-wise, everything. Uh, I made 40 bucks in DraftKings this week. Pretty solid, uh, pretty solid little bonus. I made 35. Hell yeah. Good week for us. I went to bed on Monday night, that crazy Ravens-Colts game. I went to bed not in the money, and then I woke up to, like, $25. I was like, nice. Take, yeah, we take I won, those. I won 30 on that, and then I played uh, just the, P, just the uh, primetime games only, the Sunday night and the Monday night games. Yeah. And I started a bunch of the Bills, <laughs> and uh, I think uh, – Andrews and Marquise Brown. And I don't know. I woke up the next morning and said I won 35 bucks. So. Hell yeah. So, Good I'll stuff. Good stuff. Um, but we will get to Dove's Diamonds right off the bat here. Uh, we go through the top five for Dove's Diamonds. But that speaking of that Monday night game, four of the top ten were from that Monday night game. That Monday night game was incredible. It was crazy. I'll touch up. Yeah, I'll touch on that later. All right, number one, we've got. Or I'll go five to one. Number five, we got Devontae Adams, thirty-seven point six. Number four, we've got Tom Terrific, thirty-seven point seven. His first four hundred yard game and five passing touchdowns. He's had yeah, under nice four hundred and five touchdowns. He's had four hundred and six touchdowns, but never five. Yeah, he's, dude, he's killing it right now, man. 404, excuse me, not six. Uh, number three, Lamar Jackson, 40.9. First entrant here from that Monday night. That's just, it was just fucking crazy. That and the uh, Browns-Chargers game. But number two, Mark Andrews, 41.7. Lamar's top target from that night. And Justin Herbert, number one, 42.8. Herbert's been doing his thing too. Early MVP talk. Yeah, he's killing it. I said uh, on Stone Sports the other night he won a uh, MVP within the next two or three years. Yeah, no, definitely. He saying, "Oh yeah, we did touch on that." But he, he's doing his thing, man. I think he. Well, I wasn't so sure of him when he first was drafted. I was fifty-fifty on him, and I'm glad to see that I was wrong. Absolutely, he's killing it. Uh, we'll go through the positions now, starting at QB. We already went through Herbert and Lamar and Brady. Number four was Josh Allen, 36.5. And number five, Jameis Winston getting back on the list. 25.8, his first appearance since week one. Yeah, he, uh, they, the Washington had no answer for him. He marched him down the field every single time. So That Hail Mary, too? Good. Yeah, yeah, good game plan. Yeah, yeah, that that also helps. Was that no one jumped up from Washington to bat it out of the way? They all just stood there and watched uh, Callaway catch it. They just let it happen. Yeah, rolled over and died. Uh, running backs, we touched on Taylor. Uh, two is Miles Gaskin on my bench with all those catches he had. Only carried the ball four times and still had thirty-one point nine points. Derrick Henry, number three, thirty-one. 
against uh, Jacksonville and Urban Meyer laying down the pipe. Austin Eckler, his three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, 30.9 points for him. And Alvin Kamara, 29.2, rounding out the top five for running backs. Over at receiver, we hit Adams already. Mike Williams, 36.5. Marquise Brown, 33.5. Antonio Brown, 31.4. And Kadarius Toney, the rookie, 29.6. We'll get more on him later. And quickly going through the tight ends, I got Mark Andrews already. David Njoku, 27.9. Kyle Pitts, 26.9. Dawson Knox, 20.7. And Hunter Henry making an appearance. I like the last two names. I like Hunter Henry starting to come around for New England, but I like that Dawson Knox is legit part of the part of the passing attack now. He's the number three tight end he right now. A, yeah, he was a sleeper this year coming in. To most people had him as a sleeper, and it paid off. Because when sometimes when Diggs ain't having a great game, he'll go to Knox. Right. And, uh, you know, Knox will take. Yeah, it. he's now higher than um, Waller and Kittle. For total points this season. Yeah, I'm telling you, the way Josh Allen distributes the ball, it's like godlike. Yeah, I love Josh Allen. But anyway, want to get into a couple busts here? Yeah, but before we do, I want to have uh, you mentioned Alvin Kamara. Do you want to discuss the little trade that happened with uh, Daryl Patterson? We we can we can get to it at the end if you want. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, so we'll go into the busts that uh, Bubbles bust here. We'll go with number one. And speaking of that uh, Buffalo game, you got Stefan Diggs, two for five receptions for 69 yards, only 8.9. It's like, did Kansas, it's not like Kansas City had a great game plan against him. He just, I don't know if just Allen wasn't really looking his way or, you know, he was feeding everybody else. Or, I mean, I don't know if they doubled him all game, but he just didn't really, he didn't really do much. Uh, number two was A.J. Brown. He had came back, for, he returned from injury, and he only went three for six receptions for 38 yards. A measly little 6.8. Dog water. Uh, yeah, this one actually kind of shocked me a little bit, and it was uh, Noah Fant, three for four receptions, 20 yards, only five points. But they played against that Pittsburgh pass defense that's super suspect. You know, I thought he would get more him. That's Patrick, what Fant's done you know all year. Saying? He's like, just had, he'll have a couple good weeks. He's sporadic. Down, he'll have a horrible week. Have a good week, bad yeah. week, good week, bad week. It's always yeah, better. man. It should be solid. You know what I mean? Because he was a sleeper this year too. Him, Knox. Uh, I Trout figured him and Teddy would things. develop like a safety blanket relationship, but it hasn't really happened yet. No, it seems to be that's Cortland Sutton's job. Yep. Uh, number four for me was Lavisca Chanel. Uh, one for three. Six point eight. And uh, they were going against Tennessee, and their pass defense is also suspect. They're not not great. I thought that to be a real high-scoring affair, like Jacksonville and Tennessee would go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because their defenses both suck, and it didn't really happen. Uh, number five was uh, DJ Moore, five for five for seven receptions, forty-two yards, one carry, negative four yards, eight point eight. I needed him this week, and he did nada. I ended up losing by 40 points or something crazy like that. Uh, and uh, this week's queef of the week goes to Teddy McLaurin. Goes to Terry McLaurin. He had a four for 11. Four, he had 11 targets, only caught four of them for 46 yards, 8.6. Terry, where are you, buddy? What happened? Ouch. 
11 targets, man. And he only caught four of them. That could have been a monster game. Oh yeah, eleven. Nope. If you're getting eleven targets, you gotta you gotta do something with that. Marshawn yeah, Lattimore all was, was all over him. Yeah, but he still all you heard out of McLaurin was a tiny little. That's it. <laughs> this week's quiz of the week. <laughs> Love uh, it. So are we gonna go over uh, sleeper picks from last week? Yeah, we can go over last week's sleepers. Okay, I'm trying to. I have uh, I have them pulled up. You do? Okay, all right. I was flipping back through my notes here. You know, I have pages. Yeah, I think we went through. I down and I flipped through a notebook. I think I had first pick last week, so we'll go through mine first, and then okay. you'll have first pick this week. So okay. I took, with my first pick, Cordero Patterson. Okay. At, uh, he had 18.4 points this week. We'll take that. Okay, so that wasn't bad. That's solid. Uh, number two, Damian Williams, 16.4. Yeah, he hopped in the end zone once. Yeah, uh, look saved out for the day. Khalil Herbert coming, though, too. Yeah, he was your, one of your waiver pickups last week. Uh, number three on my list was the Broncos defense, who did not, did not live up. Only three points from them. Yeah, which I yeah. gave the Bengals the week before, so I'm done giving defenses with sleepers. Yeah, Talked to me twice. Had enough of that defense bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I've had good sleepers both weeks, and they fucked me twice, so we're good. Yeah, dude. So did Tennessee. They fucked me twice. So I'm good with the defense. Uh, and then how about you? Your three, Zach Moss, twelve point two. Yeah, at least it wasn't a goose egg. What did Singletary I'm, have? Do you know off the top I'm, of your head? I'm, I do not know. I'll off check that off out real quick. My second was Chuba Hubbard. Uh, Devin Singletary had no points last week, so Moss did have 12.2. That advantage Moss. Okay. Uh, Chuba Hubbard had 18.4, same as Cordero Patterson, so, and that was your high for the week as well. So both of us had a high of 18.4 this week. And your last one was Tyler Higby at 9.4. On that Thursday night game. Yeah, it's a stinker. You know, I thought he was going to go off because uh, Seattle's Seattle's pass defense, they were, like, near the bottom bottom of the barrel. Right. You know, in both rushing and and uh, passing defense. And just they couldn't get going. Matt Stafford, I, that disappointed me, too. I thought he was going to have I thought he was going to ball out over them. But uh, what are you going to do? It's fantasy, right? That's why we it's play It's a fickle it. bitch. It is. It is, man. All right, want to get into it? Chick that won't cook and clean. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you want to get into our sleepers for this week? Yeah, you went first last time, right? Yeah, so you got first pick this week. Okay, Devontae Booker versus the Rams. You fucking asshole. (laughs) This is more of a volume play for me. The Rams are 19th in rush defense and 23rd against the pass this year. Which surprises me. I brought this up on the Stone Sports as well. A lot of defenses this year expected to be at the top have not been. Talking about yeah, the injuries no. or whatever, but a lot of defense is yeah. underperforming so far. Yeah, and I just think, again, I'm not sure if Daniel Jones is going to play. I think it might be the Mike Glennon show for a little while, but they still need someone to run it because, again, Saquon's out too. Saquon's out, like you said last time. There's like nine or uh, nine or 11 dudes you rang off from the Giants that are going to be out. So they need bodies. So, again, that's just a volume play for me.
Yeah, I, I really like Devontae Booker because they're just so injury-riddled that he's going to have to be in there a lot. Right. Easy play. Uh, my first pick this week was going to be Devontae Booker, but I'm going to have to switch it up. We're going to take Daryl Williams for the Chiefs. He's going to be the one replacing Clyde Edwards-Hilaire after the MCL sprain. Uh, same thing. They're gonna they have to have a running back out there, and he's had actually decent production on limited reps in the past game. Five receptions last week, uh, and five receptions combined over the two weeks before that. So, I like Darrell Williams for the Chiefs this week. Uh, and he is familiar. He's not like someone just coming in off the street, like Devontae Freeman in the Baltimore situation. This guy right, right. was on the team last year. He has, you know what I mean. He knows he knows what to do. And I think Andy Reid trusts him with the ball in his hand because he doesn't just give him touches for no reason, you know, behind behind Hilaire. So I think he's good to go. I like it. I don't hate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think he'll be similar to uh, the other Williams I used last week, Damian Williams. I think he could get you a nice 15 to 16 this week if he gets a touchdown. Nice little flex play. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I got with my number two is Brandon Cooks. They're going up against the Colts. The Indy pass defense is garbage. Ask Lamar Jackson, who threw for 442 yards against him, and he's not even a great quarterback. <laughs> so I just think this dude that uh, Davis Mills is legit. Belichick always throws something. He out looked there, right? really good last week. Right, just he always throws, and he's a rookie, correct? He got drafted. Yes, correct. In the third round this year, right? So Belichick always throws something out there to stop them rookies, and he goes, "Man, fuck you." He goes, "You hold my dick, bitch." <laughs> he just fucking tossed it on Bill's shoulder and was like, "Let's go," and uh, he went off on him. So he couldn't stop Brown, and I just think Cooks is just a little bit more mature version of Hollywood Brown. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna roll with Brandon Cooks and say he probably balls out. I actually like him to get into the end zone. If not once, maybe twice. Oof. Well, that's kind of bold, but I just think he, I think he balls. I, I know, but I think he balls out. Dude, did you see who caught touchdowns for them last week against him, against New England? Some dude named Auclair. Yeah, Auclair. Um, some other dude. Yeah, some other dude I'm going to talk about later as a waiver pickup. But, I mean, I just, it was just dudes you never even heard of. So, I mean, if your quarterback's spread the ball around, you know what I mean? I guess, so I'm going to go with it. And then, because you know New England shut him down. They always take away your number one option, right? Right. So they double-teamed him all game, because you know what I mean? So I'd like him to bounce back this week against Indianapolis. I like it. Um, number two for me this week is going to be, well, I'm also going to the Giants for this one, Evan Ingram, uh, surely based on the same kind of thing we said for Booker. They got, you got to have people to catch the ball. It's got to be just volume, volume play. play. Yeah. yeah. Kadarius Tony and Evan Ingram are going to be the top uh, receivers there. Ingram was a Pro Bowl player just last year. Uh, he started to get a little more, more involved in the offense as the day went yesterday. Or not yesterday, last weekend against, the, against Dallas. So I like him to get more involved this week and uh, solid tight end play. Yeah, again, not to beat this. Of course, but G-Men are going to be without a crap ton of players. So this is more of like a volume play, right? Yeah, I read the list on Stone Sports. It's like literally an entire yeah. offense. It's yeah, like a QB, so. running back, three receivers, a tackle, a guard, a center. It's not good. Yeah, no, dude, I'm, that's a solid play, man. It's a Fantasy football is all about volume and opportunity, right? Right. I can see Mike 
Mike Glenn and lean it on them two and Booker to, you know, try to slow the Rams down. So we'll see. Uh, my number three is Ricky Seals Jones. I looked at him. He is subbing in for Logan Thomas. Now, Heideke had Logan Thomas as tight end seven before he was injured. Okay. Uh, and I looked at some totals. I believe uh, Logan Thomas had a nine catches for 87 yards, and I think he had one touchdown. So I think I think this kid steps in because he saw, uh, I think he saw like eight balls last week. Sounds know? right. Cherry McLaurin saw 11, and so, and I'm going to touch on Seals Jones more later, but again, I like him also as a sleeper. I even like him in DraftKings too as a, a sleeper slash cap relief. I believe he's at like 3200 bucks, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't hate that. Uh, my number three this week. Lastly, is going to be Zach Ertz. Uh, Dallas Goddard got a positive COVID test yesterday. So he's probably not going to be ready to go for Sunday's matchup. Uh, I like Zach Ertz to get in there. He obviously knows the offense. He got a little bit more involved last week than he had been. Or not last week, against the Chiefs, sorry. Panthers went back to sort of his same snap count and targets. But had a good game against the Chiefs and Dallas. So with no Goddard out there taking the target share away from him, I like I like Ertz this week. Listen, do you know what all six of them players have in common that we just named? Volume. Volume. That is right. Now say it with me, everybody. Volume is king in fantasy football. It's <laughs> <laughs> all that matters. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if we came back next week and all three of them, and all three of them popped. So. We just go six for six. No, I'll take it. Book it. <laughs> We're hot. Forty bucks, thirty-five bucks for you and DraftKings. Yeah, no, I just seventy-five this week. That we got. Listen to the show, ladies. <laughs> We're hot. Pay attention, people. <laughs> know what we're talking. All right, about. here we go into some waivers real quick. My top three, ready? Yep, let's get Number it. Number one, man, I was talking about before. Davis Mills, people. 21 for 29, 312 yards, three TDs, and a loss against the Pats. Again, the Pats are just like shove-overs, you know? They got some good corners, and again, they got beat by some no-name dudes, but he's out there. He's on the waiver wire. Like, especially with uh, some buys coming up, you know? We're starting the bye week this if week. If you're somebody so. who is starting Daniel Jones, maybe you want to possibly look at picking up Davis Mills as a replacement for a couple weeks. I know Daniel Jones is getting hot. Some people are starting to ride with him. Uh, you're hurting right now. QB, Russell Davis Wilson Mills. Got hurt. Russell Wilson, yeah, Russell too. Wilson is out. Uh, good call. You want to roll with Geno Smith. I understand that that interception was atrocious. But Davis Davis Mills has had two starts in the NFL. Ahead. One was on primetime on a short week. He looked atrocious. And the second one was against us. A good defense. He looked pretty fucking good. Yeah, and he looked great. Like I said, he just it was his first start. And, you know, he's not Justin Herbert. He can't get 10 minutes notice and get thrown in there. Exactly. You like know? I said, you're hurting at QB. Yeah. yeah, I like that guy more than picking up Geno Smith or something like that. So, and, uh, Not to touch on my sleeper here again, but Ricky Seals-Jones, man, tight end. Five for eight targets, 41 yards. Thomas is out. He saw a lot of targets. Those targets are going to be available for him. Because who, no one else is, you're going to throw it to McKissick, you're going to throw it to McLaurin, and then they're going to throw it to the tight end. Heineke loves that tight end spot, man. 
And Ricky Seals Jones isn't no tiny ass dude. He's a you know, a big solid target when they get down there in the red zone. Right. So I like him. I like him. And uh my number three waiver is Moore from the same from the Texans. Uh he's a wide receiver. He had five receptions for 109 yards and one and one touchdown. He was signed to the active roster and he balled out against the Pats. So I like him just to pick him up. I guess, again, there's some buys coming, or do you have, like, a little stash at your bench? I mean, worth a shot. Just worth a shot, worth a shot. else out there, so. I don't hate it. Is that it for your uh, waiver get, pickups? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, before we get into the uh, league rack of uh, league. I got a question here. for you, too. Okay, yeah, I was just going to say, do you know who you play this week? You, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, battle. See yeah, I'm hot. Two runs in a row. Yeah, you're on a two-game winning streak, and I'm on a three-game slide. <laughs> so, you know what? I don't mind if all your guys hit your projections and you still lose by, like, five. Yeah. When, like, that happened in my trophy league today. I, br- yeah. I, I fucking scored 156 and lost 161 to 156, but I, I needed 80 points going into Monday, and I got 75, I think, from Jackson and Taylor. Yeah, no. Like, that, I was like, oh, my God, I almost came back. Like yeah, I know. But, see, I wouldn't mind losing that. You know what I mean? Like, but... I mean, those kind of rub me... Those kind of rub me, like, more. Because I'm like, I should have fucking won that if I was playing anybody else. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm just saying, I, I would just love to hit my projections one time and then... Like shit, I lost good game. Yeah, so I need to be like, no, I lost by forty-seven point six. You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know. It's just the easiest like wins for me to take are when I score my averages and I get like blown out. Still, I'm like, all right, tough week. Shit happens. Yeah, I don't know. I just. But um, so. my question, ahead, question for yeah. you. Uh, the Dolphins have been a mess since two has been out. It's just it's been a new person every single week. Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddle, uh, Miles Gaskin had literally two carries against the Colts and then came back for ten catches the next week when everyone said not to start him against a good Tampa Bay front seven. Uh, they said, okay, yeah, it's fine. We won't run him. We'll just give him screens and fucking yeah, yeah. little curls and shit out of the backfield, swings and shit. But. Do you think they're going to go back to normal now if two is playing? Like, are they going to be able to just rely on, you know, the Gaskin, Waddle, Jasicki, get back to a little normalcy for fantasy owners, or are the Dolphins still sort of stay away? I am the only person I am not out on in the Miami offense is Jalen Waddle. Everybody else should be on the bench. You're out on Gaskin, too, despite the 31.9? No, I think it's a fucking mirage. Like I think that, it is uh, too. It's like, but they are playing Jacksonville this week, so part of me wants to play Gaskin. But then I would look like an idiot if I. No, that's the thing. I'd look like an idiot if he didn't go off over Gibson that's or what Swift. I'm Wait to see more proof. Wait for more proof. You Gibson I mean? is question. Gibson and Swift are questionable. But they're questionable every week, and I did. I was able to pick up Kadarius Tony. Uh, Gibson is. With a hairline fracture in his shin. Yeah. That I don't. I can't even imagine how it's like running and falling on it. Yeah, it's gotta suck. Like, I, I, but know, I, I grabbed Tony today, and I'm pretty 
happy with that in case Gibson goes down. I think that's a solid flex backup. Yeah, no, oh, no, I, I agree 100%. Like it. I just, I would stay away from the Miami thing unless it's Waddle. You know, because Devontae Park, Parker streaks is streaky. Uh, all that stuff, you know, like I just, I only see Waddle as like maybe being a little bit consistent. And that's, and he's just a flex play. I think that will come back too with uh, Tua. It'll get a little more consistent for, for Waddle because of the Alabama history. I mean, I think Brissett and Tua are the same player. Tua is just more mobile. Yeah, pretty much. They both stink. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have Tua in our Dynasty League, and it's like I'm debating on if he, when he gets healthy, trade him. Like, I just, I don't want to fuck with it and maybe look at a, rook, a rookie in the future. Yeah. Just like, I don't know. I just, some other options I'm thinking about. <clears throat> So I need to get a pick for next year somehow. Another one anyway to make up for the one I lost. But That's yeah, let's fair. get to a little quick uh, league recap here. Uh, Duke squad on a three-game losing streak. Basement, basement dwellers, two-game win streak. Cuckoo Kachoo, Chandler Bing, the Cordero Price, Waddy, Greasy, all get wins. Uh, Grassman, 0-5. I don't even think he's in the league anymore, dude, because Davin Cook and... Someone else, he left left them both in his lineup, and they were out. And, like, he has it, nothing. It's like, so next time you talk to the commissioner, maybe, say, hey, man, toss him out of line and see what's going on, because should, everybody should be active. He's got Chark, Chark, Kittle, Jones, and Cook all in his lineup projected zero points. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you're not going to play. With Jamar Chase on his know. bench. Right, like, let me know. I got a kid right now in the wings. I could probably call tomorrow, and he would take over his spot. So it's like, or unless you guys, if you guys couldn't find another guy to do it, I have someone that would probably take it over. So I just, I just think if you're going to play, play. If you're not, just, you're just taking up time. Like, I'm worried that this league is only going to be one year. Because the way everybody's arguing over that stupid ass, that would come out trade and everything. Well, I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay, I'm just, I don't know. Taking it from you because these are like your boys, you know. So like I don't really know none of these kids that well. So I hear you. But uh, yeah. All right. We want to wrap it up here. I will. Yes, uh, sir. All right. This was episode five of the Thirty Thirty. Make sure to check us out on all of the socials at Stone Sports Podcast uh, on Twitter. It's at Stoned underscore Podcast. Um, Tuesdays, we are live on the ColorCast app at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Stone Sports will be posted on Fridays and the Dirty 30 posted on Saturdays. Uh, make sure to check us out oh. for your fantasy needs. Uh, yeah. We'll be back next week. Hold on. I, uh, I also dance on Wednesdays <laughs> at the Vanilla Gorilla on, one o- <clears throat> on 109. Codename Cinnamon. Make sure to check them out. That's right. All right, that will do it for us this week. Thank you, and later.